in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host, Chris Dewar, my crime fight pal. Uh, today's episode, we are focusing on the new Disney Plus miniseries, Hawkeye. This is created by Jonathan Igla for the streaming service on Disney Plus, based on the Marvel comics, and also set within the MCU, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the actually fifth television series already within the MCU, uh, produced by Marvel Studios. And this is uh, taking place, you know, in the film franchise, but also after the events of Avengers Endgame. So uh, before we go any further, just warning, this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. So if you have not watched this uh, six-part series, Go do it. it. It's very quick uh, and very enjoyable. And then we'll jive back into this. So, right a little right about this uh, before we jump into this. Very, uh, it was very interesting to hear about this. Now, to be completely honest, and Chris will agree, Hawkeye was not one of our like top Avengers. A lot of jokes about him, like oh, it's just this guy with bow and arrows. And you know, we're always wasn't a huge fan of him until like the movies. I started really like, okay, this this guy's actually pretty cool. And when you follow his journey up until Endgame, you know, and there's a lot of depth to this character. So when they were like, we're going to explore this character a little bit more, since Hawkeye didn't get his own film, I was pretty interested to go back into um, this character. So, Chris, give us a brief synopsis about this show. So, Jeremy Renner, back as Clinton Barton, you know, his kids and his wife uh, were affected by the blip, as we've all the snap. And so, you know, that's five years that he had uh, his family gone. And of course, we know from Endgame that in that time, he had uh, gone down a dark path as Ronan. And when he got his family back, he wants, you know, that's five years that he missed of Christmases and all this stuff. So it kind of starts off on a sweet note of it's just him and his kids. His wife is at home. And he's in New York City with his kids and he's going to have this big kind of Christmas week and then get home for the actual Christmas day. So, you know, they're going to go see the big Rockefeller tree. They're going to go see a Broadway show, uh, which is a Broadway show about his own life, uh, about the Avengers. And so that's kind of the, you know, where it starts for him. Meanwhile, we have a new character, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, we have this great prologue moment where she was there during the attack on New York in 2012. And at one point, you know, the Shatari are all doing their things and about to blow up things. And one's coming right for her, and then an arrow hits it. And she sees on the distance Hawkeye. She sees this, this hero. And so she kind of takes a, 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 a kinship to, oh, I want to be like him. He's the hero for me. I want to take up archery and do stuff like that. Well, so she does, and she becomes a pretty good archer. And it starts off this the show kind of so like you know it's in Christmas time, New York City. We have Hawkeye and his family, and he's kind of put that aside. You know, it's, he's always the hero, but you know, you I've always gotten the vibe with Clint that the job is the job. You have to do the job. You know, and that's something I think as you said, I would agree that you know pre the MCU. 
Hawkeye was never one that I really even, you know, cared about very much or knew much about, and especially because they do joke a lot in this series about kind of the ridiculous purple suit with the mask, you know, that is the comic accurate version, but they really did give a lot of depth to Jeremy Renner's character throughout the series, especially him with Scarlett Johansson. They really, you know, yes, you have these huge larger than life characters of Thor and Hulk and Tony, uh, Captain America, you know, Steve Rogers who have these superpowers or, you know, a super suit, but the heart element of these characters that the team would never have worked without them. And yes, Hawkeye being a man who just has a bow and arrow, the amount that he really was the pair for the team. And so I like how the show was kind of like, all right, we're going to paint a picture of why he's important through the eyes of this young teenage girl who saw him as a hero. But then of course, with any show, things have to heat up. Uh, and that's where the show kind of you know, started Taylor with the whole idea of Kate Bishop. Her father died in the New York attack. Her mother is currently having a new boyfriend who has this kind of very rich. Uh, he comes off so like uh, the character of Jack has this whole you think he's a villain the whole time. I kind of felt like he was going to be a oh twist. He's one of the bad guys uh, in the yeah. beginning. Well, of course, he's played by Tony Dalton, who uh, has become widely known as Lalo Salamanca and uh, Better Call Saul, which he plays a great villain. So this whole he's got this little he's got the mustache. He's the little the mustache twirling victim, but any any has swords. So any guy has swords, he's suspect. Um, so there's this big conspiracy going on right there. So Kate, you know, being uh, you know precocious one and wanting to be this, you know. Uh, Avenger-like, you know, uh, she senses something's wrong, and I gotta, I gotta figure out what's happening. And she goes, and she ends up finding out that there's this kind of black market sale going on, and she sneaks in as kind of like a, a waitress, if you will, and she sees that the suit of Ronan is being sold as well as the sword, and she's like, "Uh, that's not gonna happen on my watch." And so she ends up kind of like putting yourself in danger for a moment here to try to get this. And then we see, you know, on the news, Clint sees that someone has, you know, escaped with the, you know, she gets the Ronin outfit on and he's like, wait a minute, you know, that was my suit. And so it, it piques his interest to be like, wait a minute, someone has taken my suit and my sword. And this kind of launches to them meeting. And I did like that. It's, a lot of this show is this mentorship of Hawkeye. You know, we kind of got the idea already that this was going to be the passing the torch show that Jeremy Renner, you know, as with many of our seasoned Avengers, they can't do this forever. And they don't particularly probably want to do this forever. And a lot of the show did kind of show that Clint is older. And, you know, when he gets damaged, he it, it takes a little harder for him to get back up. It's a little harder for him to heal. Um, so it's kind of like he's kind of put in a situation where now this young girl is put in danger. There are people after her, and he's kind of left like, I can't leave the city knowing that she's in danger, even though I want to get home badly for Christmas. I want to be here with my family. So that's kind of the show kicks off. And so we start to get, you know, there's a gang that's after this suit, and and then we, we're starting to introduce to new characters within this version of where New York City is. And 
One I got to bring up off the bat that I think, you know, by the way, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop is fantastic in this. You know, she's really grown to be a fantastic actress. And yeah, there was a lot of uh, I saw like a lot of buzz online about like, oh, why is she like in this role? And I thought she she did a great job. And I think uh, definitely hoping to look forward to seeing where her uh, version of this character goes. So we have uh, Maya Lopez is one of the characters that's introduced, uh, played by Alakwa Cox. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, and she's one of the commanders of this tracksuit mafia, which is kind of like the main gang that are causing all the havoc in this city. And we get this great, I remember whatever episode it was, this great backstory of why she's so wanting to kill Ronan is because Ronan killed her father. And, you know, something with the, they, we had that awesome scene in Endgame, but we didn't get a lot of Ronan. This story really paints more picture of why Hawkeye went the way he went. Obviously his family was dead. So he, you know, went down a dark path, but also the, the, you know, when you get that rage and you get that darkness, you can become a weapon. And if you're told to go after certain people, it can be, you know, yeah, you, you don't ask questions. You just, you just do it. And that, well, that was the thing. He was always, he was always trained as a, a killer. He wasn't always a superhero. And so it's just, you know, he's, you know, coming to kind of grips with that. And um, that whole, the Ronin is just this dark part of his past that he, you know, he's like, I made a lot of enemies with the suit, you know, and I've got to, I've got to clean up this mess. So he's trying to, he's almost, he's making amends by looking after Kate and trying to help her out as best he can. Uh, but another, another great moment of, you know, representation for the MCU, uh, she's both deaf and she has a one leg is a prosthetic leg. Yes. Which was really cool. And she kicks a major butt. I mean, she, we get a little backstory with her of how she, you know, being deaf, her father kind of taught her the ways to, all right, you know, almost in a way, kind of like daredevil of, you know, using your senses, use, you know, becoming a mercenary, a warrior, and she's very kick butt. So that's one plot line that's going through the show is she is tracking down Ronan along with her um, friend Kazi, who's also mercenary for the tracksuit mafia. They're kind of like a pair. And then you have, yeah, Kate, you know, she's dealing with, she wants to live up and become this Avenger, but she's this young girl, you know, she's only like 22. And you can constantly see that Hawkeye is like, I don't want you involved, you know, go home. But she keeps putting herself in the position, you know, even her mom played by uh, the wonderful Vera Farmiga is, you know, she's like, she's just a kid. Can you know, you know, I don't want my kid getting hurt. You know, do you have kids? You know, you would know what it feels like if your kid got hurt. So she's kind of put in this position where it's like her mom doesn't want her involved. Uh, Jack has this kind of interesting, is he a villain or not vibe going on? And all Clint wants to do is get his suit back and kind of, you know, be done with it. And there's this great moment I love in the show where at some point the sword is gone because, or, you know, the suit is gone because um, some LARPers have picked it up. So then this was a funny scene in, in the second episode, which plays into other parts of the full season of like this great, like going to, you know, middle central park, and they're like, well, you can't just talk to the guy. You have to go through the whole event. You, and he's you like, got, well, you've got a battle and all this stuff. And I just love, and this is a great thing, is highlighted uh, Jeremy Renner's, you know, more comedic side of Hawkeye because he's always been more of a stoic, you know, serious character. But his humor in this is just so great. Like, you know, he's just like, he's got this tiny little uh, 
uh, makeshift uh, shield and, and armor and he has to like fight these guys and it's just, just really funny because um, I was just impressed how much they packed into this one this only six episodes so you got LARPing you got Christmas time family but that was just, it was a very funny sequence and these characters come up later uh, with he befriends these LARPers but uh, the tracksuit mafia do eventually capture both Clint and Kate and we have this interrogation scene uh, where, you know, Lopez is trying to figure out, you know, why'd you kill my dad? And, you know, it's very it's intense. And then eventually this great escape scene where they go on the bridge and they're being chased by these vans and trucks. And this was like, this was the real first for me, the first real like, oh, that is a badass moment. We get that Clint has, has all these trick arrows. And now, of course, We've seen a lot of this already throughout the MCU. You know, he doesn't just have arrows that your your everyday, uh, you know, bow and arrow set from uh, from Walmart. No, he has a uh, made quite a you know a slew of things that you know he can grapple from electric, uh, you know, bomb arrows. And this one was pretty cool. There was one he had where he's like, "Oh, I'm out of arrows, but I have one more." And he's like, "Shoot the arrow up in the sky, and I'll tell you when it's the last big truck coming towards them." And it was a PIM arrow. And that was one of the coolest moments as Kate shoots a simple arrow up in the air. Hawkeye shoots the PIM arrow at the arrow, transforms into a giant arrow, and just crashes into this van. And it was just, uh, it was an epic, uh, great moment there. Uh, and I love somebody was like, how, you know, any more of those? Or how does that work? And he was like, I don't know, I'll have to ask Scott, uh, which I love. Because that was a big thing too. I remember when, um, even when, you know, Infinity War ended, we didn't have Scott or Clint in that film. You know, they had their parts to play in Endgame itself. But uh, we do find out that there's this thing. Uh, we get a tracking device, and it's something to do with a watch uh, in Lopez's apartment. And so the, I loved how the scene ended with Hawkeye. You know, him and Kate are like, all right, well, we're going to find this tracking device because we have to, you know, we got to get this case closed. And Kate goes in the apartment by herself and Hawkeye's out on this uh, ledge and instantly sees, you know, oh, the alarms are going off. And she'll see instantly, you know, sludge, sludge arrow to make sure nothing, you know, no one's seen. And then Clint in instantly recognizes he's like, that's an alarm if someone who is deaf knows that someone has walked in. And so, oh, crap, Lopez is there. Uh, but she's not the only one having to deal with something, Kate. no. Also, someone is attacking Clint. And this was the uh, great return of a fantastic character from Black Widow, Elena, uh, played by Florence Pugh, is back. Who we knew that when that movie ended and they had that little tease at the end of, uh, you know, after the credits that, you know, in her mind, she thinks that Clint Byrne is the reason that Natasha is dead. And we get a great little flashback scene to see that she had been looking to um, save all the Black Widows that have been, you know, controlled and from the events of that film. So you see a little bit more. And then I thought there's a great sequence here where uh, we didn't really see the how, you know, the perspective where, we, you know, when the blip happened, when Thanos snapped around existence, they all turned to dust. And then we kind of get a little bit of that in um, uh, WandaVision. But we haven't really gotten to see, you know, what the perspective would be. Like if you were blipped and all of a sudden you came back five years, what would it be like? So we see Yelena get blipped out. But just as much, she's like, all of a sudden, she sees the whole wall change. 
And then like her friend that is, uh, you know, was a former black widow is now has a baby and a husband. And like, they're like, Yelena, you're back. And it's like, what happened? And of course, uh, where's my sister? Yeah. Uh, uh, who's going to tell her? <laughs> um, and we, <laughs> there was a great scene in this, in the fifth episode where Yelena is like, you know, and Kate just have this kind of moment in this apartment. And you could tell that they're going to be friends down the line. Like there is definitely a bond uh, just as, you know, Clint and Natasha had this bond. I feel like Kate and Yelena are going to be the new versions of them. You know, the one with the, the arrows, the one with the more of the fighter. And this is where really Florence Pugh got to really show those comedic chops. I mean, Yelena was one of the funniest characters in Black Widow and, you know, you want this mac and cheese? It's good. Pasta. I made pasta. You know, like uh, it's just very funny character for how badass she is, how much character they can show with her, how much they can show of her humorous side uh, and being like, look, I was hired by someone to kill him and I'm going to do that and don't get in my way. You know, we can be friends, but I'm here to do my job. And um, and so this is kind of where it's like, oh, we're we're figuring out that we have multiple things going on. It's like the tracksuit mafia. We have Yelena's here. Uh, yeah, Clint's got to get home to Christmas for his family. Still, um, still struggling. There's still a mystery. Yeah, still a mystery going on with you know Kate's mom, and you know our, we don't know what's going on in their mind. With the Ronan, with the Ronan thing going on, he decides to put the suit on and go confront Lopez. And they have this awesome fight sequence with, you know, he has that blade, which is very cool. But I mean, she kicks his butt for a good amount of time. And then he he pins her down to a point where he could kill her. And he, of course, he doesn't. And he tries to explain to her that it wasn't just that I came in and just killed your father and the crew. He was like, I was hired by someone to do that. And he's like, you know, when you have the rage and the anger and you're a weapon, you can be used to do anything. And he's like, I was tipped off by your boss. And she's like, no, you're lying. You're lying. And he's like, no, that's what happened. And then she's about, you know, Lopez is about to get the upper hand on him. But Kate Bishop gets a nice arrow in there, saves the day, and then they disappear. Um, and so then it's like, and there was a sweet moment too where, you know, because Barn is not going to have this, this, Christmas with his family. It's like he has kind of these friends with him. You know, he's got Kate. He has his LARP friend and they're having dinner. It's just like I, I love that there was this sweet side to there was a sweet side to Kate to be like, this is why I'm friending you. You know, she's a little obsessed with him because again, she, you know, her life was saved by Hawkeye. He didn't know that he saved her, but but uh, the big tease at the end of episode five was. Yelena texts Kate, you know, it's an unknown number and says, I found out the person that hired me. I thought you ought to know. And it's a picture. And then she sees that it's her mom, Eleanor Bishop, with, oh boy, guess who's back from our Daredevil series, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. This is huge. This blew up the internet uh, for, for those of you fans uh, and fans of the Netflix, you know, Marvel series. Uh, D'Onofrio played Kingpin and Three Seasons of Daredevil. A lot of these shows were there, and then once Disney Plus came on the scene, all these shows have been canned. So we thought, was that the end of these characters, or you know, would they ever come back? 
but to have them come back, but also as the same cast, of course, we were teased. Uh, we had in Spider-Man No Way Home, we've got a little of alum come back, and, but we were, I think you and I were both excited to have Wilson Fisk come back. We've been, we've been diving into the show of Daredevil and loving his character, and this is kind of a continuity of his character, so... Uh, kind of a, I think a Wilson Fisk, you know, after the, you know, he was one of the people who disappeared the blip. So he's trying to get back his, his power, uh, so to speak. So he's really kind of building his way up. And you know, New York city has been a hot spot for a lot of the, uh, MCU movies, but there is the criminal underground that he is the, the ruler of. And so it was exciting to see him back. And, you know, it's great that we're not seeing a recasting done. We're having Vincent back because he was so uh, beloved for his portrayal of Kingpin, uh, for how terrifying and brutal he can be. We've realized, you know, realized that Eleanor is actually working for the bad guy. The overall bad guy is Kingpin. You know, it's his gang. It's this minion thing going on. Uh, you know, Lopez, her uncle, as it's claimed, is Kingpin. And again, with Kate, you know, she's like, with Clint, it's like, I was saved by you. You inspired me. I wanted to be you. It's like, I don't care about these guys that can fly and have powers. He's like, it's you. You're the person, you know. I love that there was that moment because I feel, like I said, again, it's giving Hawkeye his due, you know. Yeah, I don't think his character felt like he was anything great, you know. But, you know, because he didn't make the sacrifice that, you know, Black Widow had done and, you know, all these other people did great things. He always felt like, you know, I'm just doing what I'm my job. But it's like, no. Because you you can show like what the effect of you had done uh, for me and you did help save the world and you should be recognized for that and you should realize that you are more than just a killer you're you you've done so many great things and uh, you should be proud of that and that was a very 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 nice little emotional tender moment and it leads to this big uh, final episode where uh, you know Eleanor's trying to kind of talk her way out of her dealing with Kingpin. You know, he was like, your husband owed me a lot of money. And she's like, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. And so clearly that does not uh, please Kingpin. So he he orders Kazi to go take her out of this big Christmas party they're going to have. And this leads to the big kind of final sequence here of there's this giant Christmas party. Everyone's dressed up really nice. Kazi's up on a tower in another building. He has a sniper rifle and he's going to try to take out Eleanor. But instead he sees Clint and he's like, oh, I'm going to take out Clint instead. And all the LARPers are there disguised as, and I love too what the LARPers was, the LARPers are all actual like police force, you know, like. Yeah, the, the police, firefighters, they, they're, they're all, they're all in these, these jobs that, you know, they weren't just like a, a post office. Or they weren't like, just nerds uh, like yeah, us. Exactly. They were actual, uh, you know, like people. Uh, <laughs> they're doing but, something um, to help society. They're, they're, they're disguised <laughs> as the wait staff, which I thought was really clever. And it's led to this huge kind of escape, big battle moment where eventually, uh, you know, they get Kazi to not kill anyone and they're trying to escape. And then the tracksuit mafia is tracking them down. But also Yelena is there at the party and she's trying to get to Clint. And so Kate's trying to distract her. And then, you know, there was a really cool moment when Yelena and Kate, it was such a cool the way they did the shot. It was like a continuous shot down a hallway and through different office buildings, you were seeing them fight and try to, you know, get the upper hand on each other. And it was just visually cool how they did that shot. Uh, it was like a one stop, didn't just, you know, and then Yelena sees that Clint's down several floors. She does her cool, like, let me jump out the window with my grapple hook thing, goes, runs down the building. She, tries has, her, to, she has her Hawkeye moment. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, she didn't get him. And then Kate's like, all right, I'm going to try to get down the bottom floor. 
And then it led to this, what was, uh, was probably the coolest thing of the whole show, just because of how bonkers it was this whole, you know, we had a great, um, uh, uh moment earlier in the where they build all these trick arrows and you see that they're going to use and they have a bunch of them well the tracksuit mafia as with it felt like a video game moment there's just constantly these guys coming in you're like oh boy here we go wave after wave and it was this awesome standoff right at the base of the great tree at rockefeller center which i never thought i'd see an epic fight like there you know think of christmas movies the only i think of home alone but this was uh definitely gonna <laughs> go down oh, man i mean it was like Electric arrow, ice arrow, bomb arrow, uh, you know, like so many different kinds that just it was incredible. And even, of course, we had the big pim arrow. Then we have the small pim arrow where a truck, a truck's trying to drive over the edge to land on them. And Kate shoots a little one and then it shrinks. <laughs> and that was what was a really funny moment where, again, it's just like the dumb MCU humor was. You know, Clint falls onto this tree at one point, the big Rockefeller tree, and he sees a little owl in the tree. Looks like a, a small owl. He's like, oh, hey, little guy. And then when the tree, you know, at one point, Kate shoots the tree with what looks like an acid arrow so that the tree will fall. So Clint will not have to fall on the ground and he falls on the ice and he's okay. When that pim arrow hit that truck and it shrunk it, they're like, what do we do now? And then the owl came up and grabbed it and flew off. I laughed pretty hard. Oh, I mean, I was just, it was just dumb humor, but it was fun. But then this led to some really good, it was two standoffs. We had Yelena fighting Clint because she thinks that Clint, you know, she wants the truth and he's trying to really convince her. Look, she sacrificed herself, you know, and he's trying not to fight her. You know, he's really trying to be like, this is what happened. Meanwhile, Eleanor and Kate are having this standoff moment where it's like, how could you do this? You know, and I did love that Jack kind of uh, had this heroic moment uh, fighting off the tracksuit mafia. He actually uses his sword and he actually is a good guy. Uh, that was a great twist. Um, but uh, Kingpin shows up. And uh, Kingpin is brutal, man. I mean, of what I've seen so far in Daredevil, I mean, and that's kind of the character too. He's a huge guy. So he's very strong. So they're like in this toy store and it's Kingpin versus Kate. Uh, you know, Kate can fight, but I mean, she has these arrows and it's hard to shoot arrows when you're in a small store. Yeah. And it was interesting with, with Kingpin because, you know, compared to the show, he's really, he's, he's much more. He tough. looks big. Yeah. He's much yeah. more tough, much more bigger. I mean, she shot an arrow point blank. and like, what was that? Like a, a scratch. And then like, he like, he's got some super strength going on here. So there's, I want I'm, I'm interested to see a little bit more about that, but that was, it was a very, very intense fight, um, and we they both come to head, and I was like, wow, that was like, man, she's getting the crap beat out of her. Yeah, she was just getting knocked around. I was like, how many hits can you take before you're, like, done? But, you know, she keeps getting back up, and eventually, I love that they had the bit. They've done it a few times in the show where they kind of toss a coin or a little thing, and it'll dink, 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 and they can, you know, ricochet. And so she gets him with a big electric blast and knocks him down. And, you know, she's with her mom and she's like, her mom's like, really? Is this what heroes do? Arrest their mothers on Christmas? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> you're evil. So bye. Um, so her mom, you know, I'm sorry, but you got to go to jail. So that's kind of the end of, of Eleanor Bishop's story for now. They go, cops go back in the store. Kingpin is gone. And earlier, you know, when Ronan told Lopez, I was hired by your boss. Well, we have this kind of final moment with Lopez confronts Kazi, ends up having to fight him. 
ends up killing him with an arrow. Arrow to the chest stabs him. She finds Kingpin in an alley and he's like, you know, sometimes family doesn't see eye to eye, you know, like clearly he's admitting that he did have her father killed. And she pulls out a gun and we hear a gunshot. We don't see anything. And as we know, in the rule of TV and film, if you do not see it on screen, it does not mean that it's an actual death. Exactly. So I, I think, though a small role, I think that will not be the last of Wilston Fisk with D'Onofrio. But we do know that Mai Lopez there have developing a spinoff called Echo, and her character is called Echo in the comics. So excited about that to explore her character. I think she's a very complex character, not necessarily a bad guy. Um, so I'd be interested to see more, more from her. Yeah, because she was fantastic in this, and it'd be cool to see, you know, read a little bit that I guess in the comics, Echo does shoot Kingpin. It doesn't kill him, it blinds him, uh, which could be very interesting to see uh, a blind Kingpin versus a blind Daredevil in the future, yeah. uh, possibly. But uh, as I said, Natasha's death is such a big part of Yelena's revenge story in this. And she's beating the crap out of Clint, and he's just trying to convince her. And then eventually, he's like, look, he does the whistle that they did in Black Widow. And she, how did you know that? He's like, he talks about you all the time. You know, she she talks about you all the time. And they have this kind of coming, you know, together moment where I feel like it's it's not a it's not a happy we're gonna be friends immediately, but it's a it's a bit of a understanding that they both really did love Natasha. And it's it's harder for me still, you know, I think Black Widow was a was a okay movie, it had some great moments in it. Definitely their relationship was good. But you're still looking at like 10 plus years of, of Jeremy Renner and Scarlett Johansson's work together. Minus we had the one film early last year with Ford's P, you know. So it's like I'm excited to see more of her character in the future. Definitely her relationship with Kate is a fun, like bit of a, you know, there's a competition there. Uh, but I think they're going to be friends down the line. But it kind of left off with this great note of, you know, they... They get to, um, they get back home and Kate and Clint are having Christmas with the family and he burns the Ronin suit. And it, I feel like it was just a great full circle moment. Like he's done his job. Sins of the past aren't that bad. You know, it's like he's, he's still a hero. And now the joke of what will her Avenger name be? And again, like that passing the torch moment um, for the end. So. Yeah, just fantastic overall. I thought the show had a lot of humor, a lot of heart, a lot of action. I was impressed, you know, by how much I enjoyed it. I was very surprised, and I thought, you know, being only six episodes, again, I think a great feat when you can tell such a big story where this could have been easily a film. Uh, but I think I enjoyed it more for what it was as a television show. And I think not only establishing a great legacy that the MCU has done, but also, again, creating these new characters, the new spinoffs, you know, uh, you you want to see more of these characters, even if it's for five minutes, you, you want to enjoy these characters for more to come. So um, I hope that's not the last we see of Kate Bishop and Echo. And I'm excited to hopefully Yelena comes back in some other fashion because um, there's just so much, so much I still want to dive into this. Just have to bring it up because it was so freaking funny. The Steve Rogers, the musical, Rogers, the musical moment, uh, which uh, <laughs> was oh so God. ridiculous. Broadway of, you know, I can do this all day. <laughs> like, yeah. was, 
so funny. And the the big kind of the only post credit scene we had for the whole series was you see the complete version of that number uh, filmed for the show. And I honestly, I would not put it past Disney at some point if they were to to build a Broadway musical based off the adventure characters because money is money. Uh, people will go see it. So uh, who knows what's going to happen with that. But uh, yeah, Hawkeye, a great time. Not sure if Jeremy Renner is, if that's the last for him, uh, we don't know for sure. But uh, if anything, you see the legacy of his character from, you know, the humble beginnings, you know, his first uh, appearance in Thor through all the Avenger films, the Captain America films up until now, it's like he really, he, he did such a great job. And I thought this show just gave him his due. So you can continue to re-experience Hawkeye on Disney Plus. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know know your your potential. potential.